Bread aisle, are you ready to rock? Dave's Killer Bread is the country's number one organic bread for a reason. Always delivering killer taste, killer texture, and killer nutrition. This isn't bread. This is bread amplified. Welcome to a new episode of the Prosperity on Air podcast. I'm your host, Paola De Vescovi, and today's topic is self-confidence and self-worth. Wow. A very important topic, very huge. You know, when you experience a lack of self-confidence and when you do not um, perceive your, your own worth, this affects all areas of your life. And, and when you have your own business, when you have a low self-confidence, when you have a low self-worth, this affects your profits, the income that you are able to generate, your relationship with, uh, with the, your team members, and even your relationship with your customers. So working on your self-confidence and on your self-worth is really essential. Uh, I have invited uh, my guest, confidence and empowerment coach, Anna Bautista. She's also a certified neuro-linguistic programming practitioner. And she specializes in helping people who have experienced trauma in their life to overcome this trauma, build their self-confidence, build their self Worth so that they can move away from their trauma and build a thriving life and a thriving business. And as you will hear during my conversation with Anna, a trauma is not necessarily a major life event. It can be, you know, a series of minor events that you constantly experience over a period of time or even prolonged stress. So understanding the, the signs and recognizing the symptoms uh, is very important. And also asking for help, maybe working with a coach that, who can help you see the limiting beliefs, the conditioning and everything that makes you stay in this traumatic situation and barely survive in your life so that you can really move forward and change your life, even when you think that there's nothing that you can do to be able to get out of this situation, of this traumatic situation that you are experiencing. Just a few words about the sponsor of this episode that is my brand new membership group coaching program, the Prosperity Hub, specifically designed for women who want to tap into their energy, into their intuition and full potential to create prosperity in every area of their life and design a business or a career from the inside out. This is a very affordable, results-oriented online group coaching and also a community of like-minded women 
who want to live purposefully, stress-free, aligned with their values and passions, as I said, in every area of their life, both personal and professional. And it is also a sacred space for women to learn, experiment, share, design and create the life that they desire and a business that really reflects who they are, their values and and their dreams. You can find all the information about uh, the, the, the program and how to register uh, on my website at uh, www.projectprosperity.com forward slash prosperity hub and you will find also a link uh, in the show notes of this episode so that by simply clicking on it you can easily land on uh, on the page uh, that has all the information about the program but now without any further ado let's move to my conversation with Anna Bautista Thank you for being with me today. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure, absolute pleasure being here. So I have already said something about you during the intro to this episode, but I would like you to say something in your own words about Um, what you do, who you are, uh, about your business. Oh, yes, It, it would be my pleasure. So my name is Anna Bautista, and I'm a confidence and empowerment coach. And I work with uh, women who have experienced trauma. I help them um, create a thriving, uh, thriving lives after experiencing trauma. And this comes from uh, doing that, doing so for myself. So I'm a, a trauma survivor. I've experienced a couple of uh, traumatic events. And for the longest time, I felt like there was no hope. Uh, there, nothing. It was like the good life, the happiness, love was not available for me. And uh, I was miserable. I was uh, holding a grudge towards everything, everyone. And it was a really unhappy way of living. And not until I found out about personal development world and until I found out uh, neuro-linguistic programming that I uh, realized that there is a, a potential hope for me of healing from that past trauma. And after I've, uh, that made me really uh, motivated to start uh, learning, studying and, um, you know, uh, empowering women in uh, doing the same. And then after I got my certification as a neurolinguistic and uh, programming and timeline therapy practitioner, I started my own business as a coach. And my driving force was um, the transformation that I have gone through. I know that there are many women out there, many men, children suffering out there um, without a without feeling hope, knowing that there is a way out and they're suffering, not knowing that um, they can actually thrive. Uh, The reason why I always say uh, 
it's possible to thrive because I know quite a lot of people who have suffered from trauma, they are in survival mode. You just go on a day by day. And that was me as well. I was just in a survival mode. And I, I, I didn't think it was possible to thrive. And now I know it is. I want to share that message with others and help them get there, of course. Yeah, yeah. And as you said, there's, there are so many people uh, out there suffering from, from trauma. And sometimes trauma doesn't need to be a major... No, no, no. Uh, they say it's, yeah. it not, it's not necessarily just one big, huge event. It can be uh, constant stress, relentless stress that happens over a long period time, of time. And in terms of, for an example, um, for those who, uh, who are in um, relationships or getting divorced, like uh, the process of divorce and all those small... Not small, I will put it into quotes, but those um, like uh, minor events over a period of time, they become that huge thing. Yes. Huge thing. And I have someone who has recently told me, she said, I wouldn't consider myself as uh, experiencing trauma, but now that I know a bit more about it and she was going through a really rough divorce, like you won't say that was one big off event. It was just like... Um, constant constant and they weren't such huge big events but they were like they had an impact on her and it it's also you know something can be more or less traumatic also based on how we react exactly exactly so uh, i always say that trauma is very individual how are you going to react to uh, two of us can react differently to a, to the same event and um it's very personal each of us uh experience it uh, and experiences it in a very different way how we react to it, it it will also um depend a lot on our upbringing our values and you're apparently from what i know you're more likely to um uh, experience trauma if uh, you have experienced it during during your childhood. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. I am personally someone who has experienced trauma uh, in childhood, and that uh, lasted for ten years. So I was very susceptible to anything else because, like, anything else that had a like that was a bit more. Uh, challenging to deal with a lot of stress or uh, event that is a bit challenging it just like made me so much more um, so much easier for me to <laughs> fall into that spiral um, what what is the let's say the most what are the most common effects of mm-hmm. trauma that you see in in your clients for example mm-hmm. so uh like there are let's say uh, I, I can talk about a little bit of uh, about symptoms but from what i uh, i see uh trauma a lot uh, a lot of times has a huge impact on our self-confidence on um how we see ourselves or on our self-belief and that uh, will have a huge variety of impact on the rest of our lives because if you think that if it uh, 
if it affects your confidence, self-confidence, then you won't, for an example, you might not be able to, you won't feel comfortable to speak up at work. And that was one of the things with me. I uh, allowed, and I'll put that, I allowed everyone to like uh, treat me as a mop. Because my self-confidence and self-worth was so low that anyone can do whatever they wanted with me at work and I wouldn't speak up. I put myself through such huge stress. I pushed myself to the furthest boundaries, like to a breaking point because I couldn't speak up. And I think, you know, like when you think about that, that can be... uh, you might feel like there's um, there's nothing that you can do. And if you run a business, and it, for me, it also appeared in my business, whenever I would try to run a business, whenever I would try to uh, do something for my business, it just like, came back to bite me. So, oh, you don't deserve this, Anna. Mm. Who are you to do this? Are you sure? I can you uh, actually charge that much? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know all those uh, negative limiting beliefs. Of course, for every uh, each and every one of us, it's going to be different. But I think those are very universal to all of us, especially if you've been through trauma. And then you're like, can I actually create something? You know, I had a huge like I identify with my trauma for a longest longest time and it was very difficult for me to disassociate from that and I thought to myself oh but if I heal from my trauma who am I then (laughs) who am I if I let this go and it can be really difficult to let go of that because it's been you know um, such a huge part of our identity but you know it's something that we need to let go if you want if we want to move forward and um there was something that i said in one of my recent posts i was writing and something came to me trauma is not who we are if you feel like you don't want to leave it uh, i just want to say that trauma is not who we are who we are at the soul level who what we're uh, here to experience it's not uh, the only thing that we're here to experience it's not us and we need to heal from it so we can actually tune into our higher self into who we truly are in at our soul level so we can um, show up as we are so we can um, grow into the people that we are supposed to grow into you know to become who we are supposed to to yeah. be and when you are in that trauma is me mode you cannot do that absolutely so uh what i hear is uh you know self-worth self-confidence mm. are two things that are really mind and affected by trauma yes and, yes <clears throat> some of the symptoms uh, for an example can be uh confusion difficulty concentrating anger irritability huge mood swings um some people will also uh, um experience anxiety fear guilt and shame are uh, like self-blame are huge on the, on top of that list 
And then uh, some of the things, it's just like withdrawing from others. I remember I put huge walls around myself because um, I didn't th- feel I deserved love. And again, that uh, stems from, you know, uh, the self-confidence and self-worth. Like, I'm not worthy of love. I'm not worthy of receiving. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, you'll feel disconnected from others. You'll feel numb, most probably so- sad and hopeless. You won't see, like, there is any hope. And... Uh... Yeah, that will again. Um, sorry to interrupt no. you. That will again manifest in your in your body as well. So all those feelings then will then manifest as a physical illnesses. For me, it has. Uh, it will um, manifest as physical. Um, how I would say physical symptoms like uh, tiredness, fatigue, insomnia, you know, being startled easily, racing heartbeat, and just like feeling like you're on edge. Yeah, 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 you're right. Um, and um, talking about self-confidence, mm-hmm. what, what can we do to, <laughs> to yeah. increase it, to work on that? So yes, that- so... <clears throat> Yeah, we can be. I think, yes, exactly. It's not one way, and there's no like uh, recipe for confidence. (laughs) For each and every one of us, it's going to be different. And uh, for an example, uh, some of us might be confident doing and one one thing, but completely uh, lack of confidence doing the other thing. You know, it's not going to be the same for everyone. But I, what I found was, and how it helped me uh, move forward was, one of the things was working with a coach. That definitely had a huge impact because when I worked, my, when I first worked with a coach, and I've seen therapists before, uh, for me, it didn't help because we just kept on talking about uh, what happened. And when you talk what uh, happened, you keep on self, you keep on putting yourself into that state and you can't go out from that circle of feeling uh, that way. So when I worked with my first coach, we focused on actually, uh, she challenged all of my, all of those limiting beliefs that I had. So when I said, oh, but I can't charge that much money. And then she would ask me, oh, but why are you worthy of charging that money? Why can you? Is it possible for you to? And then she challenged those beliefs and then those beliefs became loose. Mm -hmm. They weren't so hardcore. Oh, like I didn't think uh, so bad about myself. And I started thinking, oh, what if this is actually possible for me? And basically, um, but of course, there are other things, not just working with a coach, but um, basically, I think that's what helped me the most. And when I went through NLP training and timeline therapy, for me, what was the most transformational this year was actually doing timeline therapy and releasing that anger and the fear and all those uh, like major negative uh, five emotions um, the sadness, the guilt and shame and hurt. And when I released that one, everything just like became so much easier. Mm. It didn't have such a huge hold on me. But um, before uh, all of that, there are other things that I did on myself. So for me, 
it starts with little things. I don't, I, I won't say that I woke up one day and I'm so confident, <laughs> but you have to take some steps. So, um, for me, it was doing little things like, um, enforcing boundaries with people because uh, like, for me, that was a huge thing. Um, I pleased everyone and I told myself, okay, what if I don't do everything for everyone? You know, the world will not collapse. Mm. So for me, it, uh, that was a huge thing. I was a people pleaser. And then I uh, asked myself, so what if I say no? What if I say no to this thing? What will happen? And when I noticed that the world didn't fall apart, that people can survive without me and that I don't have to do everything for everyone and that nobody abandoned me because I said no to certain things, became like, okay, maybe I can do this a little bit more. Exercising boundaries, saying no to uh, certain things, um, learning how to, so learning how to love myself that's one of the things. And that was the most difficult part. I, I would say that was the most difficult part. But when you start loving and appreciating yourself and your gifts, uh, everything else becomes a lot easier because then um, you can show love to others as well. So for me, it was what I would say how you can start loving yourself a little bit more is definitely start putting uh, down on paper. And that's this is really important start writing out your achievements yeah the good things that and it doesn't have to be just like professional achievements in the work at workplace mm-hmm. like achievements little, little achievements and i i had a i have a little it's called success jar i created it like about five years ago <clears throat> so what i did is i wrote down whenever i would do something new for my business which or master the new skill or something like that I would uh, write it down on a piece of paper and put it that in a jar. And a couple, like every couple of months or whenever I would feel like really down about about myself, I would take things out of that success jar and write, oh, actually achieved this. You know, Uh, it's actually not bad. So uh, one of my earliest, and now I would say, oh, that's so funny. But Five years ago, I didn't know how to do MailChimp. I didn't know how to send out an email. I was completely out of it. And to think of that before I became a coach, I was a virtual assistant who was so techy, you know, to go into that, uh, to go through that transformation in uh, such a, let's say, short period of time, that was really amazing for me. And I celebrated myself for that because I didn't know uh, how to do that and I learned. I didn't know how to build my website, build a website. I did that, learned it from YouTube. So, you know, small achievements, small little things that you do throughout the day. Oh, I managed to do this, which I normally don't do. Celebrate yourself. Ask yourself, why are you awesome? Why am I awesome? Or when someone says good, something good about you, take a snapshot, even if it's on social media, put it in your, put it in a separate folder and then when you start feeling having and having those doubts, go look at look through that. Yeah, because the people will highlight certain things about you that you don't see about yourself, and it's sometimes it's a lot easier to just see. Oh, actually, I did this, and if someone said thank you to you because you helped them, 
um, remember that, note that down, because uh, what tends to happen, we hyper-focus on the things that didn't go wrong and then just brush off the things that are going right. And I think the gratitude practice is really, really important. So like cheesy or uh, like to say, but actually it is really important because uh, focusing on the positive, you start noticing more of the positive. That's how our brains work. What you focus on, you notice. So if you keep on noticing, oh, how everything is horrible, you'll keep seeing more of that. Yeah. So that's one of uh, one of the steps. And when you start loving yourself, self-confidence um, and like noticing how, how successful you are, how good at things you are, then building up that self-confidence takes a, it's a lot easier. Yeah. Well, what I really like about what you're saying is the fact that it is a process. Mm-hmm. It is a process that you have to commit to consistently. Mm. Yes. And this is a process that it, it's made of very small steps. One step yes. So I, I'll note this, uh, note something in here. I did a lot of on my own, but, and it took up longer than it would have if I hired a coach to help me break those limiting beliefs who had the, um, if I hired a coach earlier on, it would have helped me to um, go through those limiting beliefs even further. Yeah. No, you know, I, to get, I, I, and it's just like working with someone just uh, fast tracks that yes, accelerates that journey. But I want to say something in here. Confidence mindset, it's an ongoing thing. Yes. So um, I have built my confidence over the years and I, um, I changed a lot from the person who I was six years ago when I moved to the UK. But when I became a mom and I experienced quite a lot of traumatic events during the childbirth and stuff that happened after the childbirth and that knocked my confidence so much and when you are so hormonal you can't think like there's again lost my identity and everything and I wasn't practicing those little things because I was hyper focused on taking care of the little guy of my son uh focusing on providing for him you know all that a new stuff that you focus on and I forgot to focus on my mindset and that's where it spiraled down and I went down to that uh, rabbit hole of uh, postnatal depression and all that stuff but I came um, I did get better afterwards of course I reached out to help for help but that's what I want to uh, mention emphasize is that mindset is an everyday thing you know, there will always be something, you know, no matter at which level, there will always be something that will come up. And we need to know how to deal with those uh, things that come up. Because expecting that your life, it's not going to be perfect. You know, there will be life events and we need to find the strategies to cope, to deal with those events and to deal with whatever comes up, the feelings as well not just the events, it's also our feelings from within. Uh, And you have to accept them. I mean, it's... Yes, yes. And as we said, it's, you know, how we react to situations and circumstances and being aware of, you know, the way we react is also Mm -hmm. 
very important and it makes once we are aware we know we know how we can try and adjust and change yes exactly exactly yeah we we have the control exactly and uh what i learned in nlp uh, and timeline therapy mostly nlp you can control your state so there are a couple of techniques that you can do to control your state so you don't go uh full on into that stress mode there are ways of how you can cope better what you can do uh when these things happen so there are ways to control your actual state of how you respond to certain events yeah yeah um and it's also interesting that you know it's your personal story who in a way shaped uh, your business and what you have yes, decided, yeah. you decided to do. And there's also a very important part of your business, which is your thri- Anna's Thrive After Traumas, your yes. Thrive After Trauma TV. So yes. can you tell me a little bit more about this show? So uh, I started that one... So when I qualified as an NLP practitioner this year, one of my driving forces, as I said, was to help people who have gone through the experience similar to mine. And then after that, I went into, oh, but I'm a bit shy to talk about trauma. So I went into the usual confidence coaching. And then I had a talk with one of my friends and um, we just realized that we're um, drowning into... um, like what everyone is doing and there's no disrespect towards that one. It's just that I was, I noticed that I'm not fo- I wasn't following what I, I set out to do and then um, decided to uh, create that thrive after trauma show. And one of the things, there was one story that before I did my NLP training, there was one story of a lady and I don't know the full details, but basically there was a young woman who has experienced a traumatic event and she was legally allowed to commit suicide because she signed up for that. And that's a really, uh, that was, that really made me emotional when I heard that story, she was allowed to, uh, uh, do to, um, like, I think it was Switzerland. They went and she did that. She applied and they did the euthanasia because, um, she felt like she couldn't live with everything that has happened to her with all of her experiences. Mm -hmm. She felt so down. And I thought to myself, you know, how many people are out there suffering like that? Not, not knowing that there is a way out Mm -hmm. and are afraid to ask for help. And for me, starting that thrive after trauma TV was about just spreading Um, the hope, spreading the voice. My father was someone who um, experienced war and he suffered with post-traumatic stress disorder and trauma himself. And we were the secondhand sufferers because he was so destructive towards himself and towards others. But because he didn't get, didn't have help. Unfortunately, there was no uh, help for veterans of war. Mm. And, and I thought to myself, how many people out there are secondhand sufferers 
from someone who has suffered trauma and how much we can change what is happening if we treat the person who has suffered first. Yeah. Yeah. How much more we can help. Like we prevent that child from experiencing uh, emotional or physical abuse or a woman additional, like a woman, a wife or like a, a part, a different partner. Like if we treat those or family members at the end of the day, uh, wider family members, if we treat the person who has experienced trauma first. And for me, that was a guiding force of doing this. Uh, and I started my Thrive After Trauma channel of TV on uh, on my Facebook page because I wanted it to be accessible. I wanted to people for people to come and see that there is a, there is a way of thriving that you can heal. It's not just about being in survival mode that you can actually live a successful and happy life. And when I started that channel, uh, my vision was to get people to see how you can come from different backgrounds, different experiences, traumatic experiences, and still thrive. And that's why I'm inviting um, people who have gone through different. So I'm interviewing people who have gone through those kind of experiences. I've had uh, one of my guests. Um, she uh, she was a she worked in the military. She had a, a close friend commit suicide, and uh like divorce financial struggles all that and she came out the other end and uh, created a really successful life and business and now i have a um amazing uh, eddie harris hill who is going to be talking about uh thriving after narcissistic uh, relationships and i know that if you've been in a relationship where there was a lot of abuse it it can have a huge impact on your future relationship. Yes, absolutely. And it just has a knock-on effect. And if you keep on going into relationships without dealing with the first um, traumatic experience, then you cannot settle. I won't say you can't settle down, but you can't thrive in that relationship. You're not, you're not going to be as happy and there's always going to be all that stuff around you. So For me, it's very important to highlight different experiences that people have gone through. And I have actually gone out the other end and they're thriving, creating really successful, happy lives. Yes, yes. So amazing work. And of course, we will put the the link to your show yes in, thank you. in the show notes so that you know people thank can you. can come and watch it and yes uh, it would be my pleasure and see that there is a way yes up. yes and for me one of the uh, driving force again was uh, because i wanted to start the conversations um i know when i suffered uh and my dad was the abuser at the time there was a lot of uh shame and guilt and all sorts of stuff but mostly shame and shame can prevent you from speaking out and asking for help and talking about certain things and I think for me was really important is that we start the conversations we are out there it's not the my husband recently told me but it's a really strong word and I said I know but we need to talk about this Because if you keep it just to yourself, then you're suffering alone. 
if we if we keep quiet then there are so many people out there suffering on their own at their own homes you know crying in their own rooms and like not asking for help not moving forward and that's why that's what i want to change yeah yeah and um what is your zone of genius Anna? <laughs> <laughs> my zone of genius so i i would say i'm multi-talented i have so i i my intuition i um learn to listen to my intuition so uh there's um i can always suss out when someone is talking about certain things i can always suss out what's the the deep core issue out there and i'm a, a huge empath uh being experiencing bullying and um emotional and physical abuse and it's just made me so much more empathetic to towards people who are suffering through who are going through emotional struggles and sometimes um i can relate to things even though i haven't experienced those because i know it's not about the experience it's about the feeling it's about the your experience of that experience how you're feeling inside and how it's impacting your life so uh and of course a coaching and motivating inspiring uh people coaching them through their um uh, through their um struggles helping them get out of that figure out what's the limiting belief and of course move away from that um and get better yeah beautiful and i know you have a favorite quote yes you can do be and have a, a, everything that you want you know like everything that you desire it's available for you and for me um uh it's for me it's a significant because i didn't believe that i can have or do or be anything you know i didn't have any faith in myself and when i uh, restored my confidence i actually realized that i can have it all i can be or do anything that i want and i know that's possible for each and every one of us when we allow ourselves when we uh open uh, open up ourselves to something new the possibilities uh, and and giving also ourselves permission to believe that we can uh, yes 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 that. yes because it can be difficult to um you know just believe and when you give yourself permission and ask yourself oh what if what if and i think that's one of the powerful questions that helped me yeah. what if because i had an experience a couple of years ago i'm terrified of heights but i went for a holiday to philippines with my husband and i signed up for paragliding which basically just puts you to such yeah, a huge I, height I, I but it. i <laughs> I loved it and I thought to myself wow I thought I will never in my entire life be able to do this but if I did this what if what else can I do you know if I did this if I did something that put me out of my comfort zone what else is possible for me and this is the key to moving forward uh, I always do this if I've done this which I thought was never possible for me and it was so difficult what else Yes. what if i can do this yeah. very powerful question very powerful question so anna uh where can people find you 
they can find me uh, at my uh, website, which is annabautista.co.uk. You can find me on my Facebook page, uh, Anna Bautista Coach, Mindset and Strategy Coach. And uh, we will be including the, uh, the links. Uh, I have a training, free training coming up, which will be uh, ongoing training available to sign up. Uh, which is about healing and thriving after trauma. So uh, I want to emphasize that one. Ask whoever is touched by the the conversation that we have, um, you know, that we've had now that, you know, you can sign up and I will be going a lot deeper into this one. And of course, on my uh, Facebook page, uh, I'm running this Thrive After Trauma channel, which is absolutely free. Uh, you can tune in into all the videos uh, so far. And of course, sign up for any future trainings. Uh, I'm currently doing these at um, every two weeks, but I think I'll be doing it every um, every month because it's uh, it requires a lot of preparation yes. and um, trying to arrange speakers and everything in between. Now, my intention was every two weeks, but uh, after experiencing doing this for a couple of times, I've noticed that, oh, I need a bigger time because sometimes even the speakers need some time and uh, arranging everything. Yeah. It takes a while. It does. It does take a while. Even with, you know, this podcast requires preparation and... Yes. Yeah. So... Post interview work and... Uh, I completely uh, agree. Yeah. So it yeah. is... Um, it takes uh, out of energy, but I'm really enjoying doing this. But I definitely want to make sure that um, we are. It's not just about the quantity; it's also about the quality of uh, exactly. And of course, on my Facebook page, I always talk about the self uh, self confidence. I always um, uh, make sure that I give you something to do to think something through because I think these powerful questions can help us make that shift. Yes, yes, and I I agree. Of course, all the links you yes will be included. Uh, will be in the show notes of the episode, and uh, for our listeners, Anna is uh, one of the amazing speakers. Uh, yeah, even <laughs> who dared to desire conference. Yes, yes. That by the time this uh, episode uh, is uh, published, it will be just a few days away. So. I encourage yes. you to join us on January yes. 31st, 2020 in London for mm-hmm. this very inspiring uh, conference where you will hear many stories, different experiences, and all these stories point, point into this direction. Yes, this exactly, exactly. Really you you can go through lots of things there's always a way out yes it is yes it is and if you allow yourself to desire if you allow yourself to ask yourself what if what else is possible for me uh, that's i think that's uh, the point of this conference is allowing yourself to desire and um if you come there you will see um different women going through different experiences and sharing their story and how um they allow themselves to uh, desire something which is bigger than their current their current situation and they've moved forward and i think that that's the what i would always say uh, do for yourself you know come and get inspired 
Yes. So if you are in London, join us. The link is in the show notes. And if you don't are in London, you can, you know, take advantage of this opportunity maybe to spend a nice weekend. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Because there's something so powerful, so magical about being in the room uh, with so many people who are in the same energy. Yes. And even if you feel, uh, if you're just like feeling meh, you know, I'm not so sure about this, but when you come there, it's contagious. That energy is contagious and it will wash uh, all over you and uh, it will be the boost that, uh, at least I feel, it's going to be the boost that you need to uh, take that next step forward. Absolutely. So I'm looking forward to be there too. And as yes, a meeting person. Yes, me too. I'm so looking forward to it and give you a big hug. <laughs> Yeah, and since we are, you know, in the first month of the uh, of the new year, as I said, yes, time, it's the beginning of the year. That exactly is uh, finally on air. And we wish everyone a marvelous, marvelous new year, twenty twenty, full of all the things that you desire. Yes, exactly. And thank you again for being with us, Anna. You are very welcome. It's it was my pleasure. Thank you for having me. I hope you enjoyed this episode with Anna Bautista and especially that you found it useful. Maybe you have identified some signs or, or symptoms indicating that maybe there is something that is holding you back and that is preventing you from achieving what you desire in your life or in your business. And so maybe you, you know, are considering the possibility to um, ask the help of a coach or join a specific program that can help you really release everything that is holding you back. Um, you will find all the information and the links to get to know more about Anna, uh, my program, the Women Who Dare to Desire conference in the show notes of this episode that you can find at www.projectprosperity.com forward slash 033 prosperity on air. And if you enjoyed this episode, you found it useful, please leave a comment or a review on Apple Podcast. You can leave a comment on my website. And if you have any suggestions or requests for specific topics that you would like me to cover, maybe inviting some other guests who are, you know, specializing in the specific topic you are interested in, you can send an email at info at projectprosperity.com. I wish you a wonderful weekend. And I will see you next week with two more episodes of the Prosperity on Air podcast. Bye for now.
15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Wait a minute. I've heard that before. That's the note Jeremy wrote to me in my yearbook in the sixth grade. How'd you even know that? Because it's from Geico. Yeah, yeah wait, here it is. Dear Luke, have a great summer. P.S. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Love, Jeremy. Geico's had this tagline for years because we help save people money. So wait, you're saying Jeremy copied you? <laughs> yeah, that actually does sound like something the J-Man would do. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.